0: Welcome to the Automation Unplugged podcast, the podcast for technology professionals featuring leading industry personalities. I'm your host, Ron Callis. Today's show features John Campbell, owner and director of sales at Hometronics of Arkansas. John was hired as the first employee when Hometronics was gearing up to open back in 2013. His primary role was serving as the pre-wire guy, but he quickly transitioned into sales and ultimately running the company. With some background knowledge in the IT network world, John accepted the transition, not knowing exactly what the AV world was all about. As Hometronics was growing rapidly year after year and not knowing what was next, John decided to make an offer to purchase the company along with some lifelong friends back in December of 2021. John's goal was to build the right team and refocus the ownership role to creating the best possible culture as a leader versus a boss. In the last two months, HomeTronics has added six new roles and continues to grow. We live streamed this interview on social media on Wednesday, March 9th, 2022 at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. During our time together, we discussed the importance of creating a healthy company culture, how empowering your team can help with retention of talent and create a sense of trust within the team, and the benefits of loving what you do professionally and personally. I really enjoyed this conversation and I hope you do as well. Let's tune into this interview with John Campbell. John, how are you, sir? And wonderful, Ron. Thanks for having me on. Hey, no, my my pleasure. All right, well, tell us uh, uh, who are you? Uh, who is Hometronics, and uh, maybe where you're coming to us from?
1: I'm coming live from Jonesboro, Arkansas. I am um, John Campbell. I uh, I recently purchased Hometronics uh, back in December, Christmas Eve, actually. Um, I've been with the company since the original opening um, employee number one and uh, hometronics is um, I guess the best way to describe it is hometronics is everyone that works there everybody that that runs the company is 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 a part of it um, all the employees um, sales marketing behind the scenes bookkeeping uh, that's 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 who we are
0: uh, man, the uh, the comments are coming in fast and furious, and uh, you you warned me this might happen. But we're getting folks that are are tuned in. They're saying they love the shirt, so thank you, Hannah. Uh, it's sport the Dolly part is that Dolly Parton shirt have some yeah. sentimental value to you, John? No. Um,
1: no, I like Dolly Parton. I like country music.
0: Okay, I I, I dig the shirt. I might have
1: to- right? <laughs>
0: I well, I I was born and raised on country music, that's for sure. That is for sure. And then, uh, Chad Russell saying mind blown, I think he loves the shirt. And, uh, oh man, they are, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to keep up with this chat stream, it's, it's kind of bananas, but you got lots of love getting thrown your way out there. So that's that's pretty cool. Well, uh, I want to, I, I have lots of uh, directions I want to take this interview. Uh, but let's just start as I always do. Tell us about your background. Where Where did you come from?
1: Oh shoot, where do I get started? Um, well, I came from a gravel road back gravel. in the, a trailer in the woods. Um, but we're, uh I grew up, working on a farm as a farmhand, not the farm owner. Just don't get it twisted. Um okay. So uh, then, I mean, I guess right out of college. Um, I went to work at a bank, um, kind of went around um, a few spots in the bank, started as like a part-time teller in college, uh, ended up working up to operations and kind of like the, the software side of the bank, back end. Um, did not get to look like, I did not wear a Dolly Parton shirt to work back then. Um, okay. I actually had to wear uh, I actually had to wear a suit and, um, and, and uh, had my hair cut short.
0: Yeah. I, I love it. I got to put this on screen. Uh, Ali is saying uh, oh, that yeah. you look like Jack Sparrow,
1: not, not Johnny Depp, the character, Jack Sparrow. I get it. i <laughs> <Okay. laughs> just the character. Um, so, uh, so after I worked at the bank, um, I went to work for a, uh, like a, a small, um, it firm here in town that, um, man they it was incredible they uh they kind of kickstarted me into networking um network engineering uh taught me a lot uh, a lot of credit goes out to them um and then i kind of i got an offer for the person that started um hometronics to come and work at hometronics i didn't know what it was i didn't know anything about av i didn't know what it was i remember um i kind of filled it out and uh, i came home and i told my wife about it and um i just still remember her saying i mean what are you going to be putting up like satellite dishes everywhere. Like what I was like, I don't even know. I don't even know.
0: I I can imagine her asking, are are you going to be the cable guy?
1: Hey, like Jim Carrey. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I just remember thinking, I have no idea. I remember her saying like, how many people, is this even popular? And I was like, I don't even know. And um, so probably put it off for about two or three months. And finally, uh, you know, Decided just to take it and run with it. Um, I remember day one, you know, it was a typical AV story. I had no idea what I was doing. Was supposed to start small, just me. Um, I think I've told you the story before how the first job I went to, I didn't even know anything about wiring. And I actually, it's still there in this house. Um, I pulled direct burial cable wire for speakers in the home, through the
0: ceilings. I, and, I just was, ordered a bunch of that for my own home. And I can yeah. tell you that's some expensive wire. <laughs>
1: the big spool I'd put it like on a rod and just me pulling it and all through this house the house is, is still running great so uh, yeah
0: even if it rains it has a roof leak that wires good
1: yeah oh absolutely they're they're great waterproofed
0: what nicely waterproofed nicely waterproofed all right so you started that was back in 2013 13 yeah okay yeah thanks. and then bring us to the present like what 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 is all the the roles and duties and responsibilities so, you've had since then?
1: all of them. Um, so like I said, I started as like a pre-wire guy. Um, they, they, they wanted, they knew that I was going to typically, they would futuristically, I was going to move into sales. I remember they thought they, I remember they sat down and they were like, I think in six months you can do it six months. And I was like, of course I can do this in six months. Six months is a long time. I remember six months in, I was like, I don't know shit. Like anything. I don't know anything. I don't know any of the products. I don't even know why I pulled wire. Uh, It was probably a year before I got into probably actually pitching my first sale. Um, You know, I was doing service work, um, bidding, things I didn't even know what to do, Um, doing, you know, helping with invoicing, um, you know, running service calls. uh,
0: Were you at that time, I mean, were you running the business or were you kind of just jumping in wherever the business needed you? Or what what was like? How did that work?
1: anywhere I needed. And then, you know, probably within a year, I'd kind of gotten segmented into where I started to learn a little bit more about the business and how it worked, the whole, the process of start to finish, um, sign on to sign off, uh, training the client, you know, invoicing the job, helping with inventory, um, you know, step one to, to step 100. And then this past December um, kind of came around to where I got an opportunity to, you know, offer to buy the company. Um, took that. Took that with a couple friends, uh, lifelong friends, um, not in the AV industry, and um, mm. that that took place on December 24th. And it's been it's been wild ever since. So
0: that that sounds like that December decision was probably terribly exciting and terribly terrifying. I oh, I'm, I'm yeah. betting all wrapped into one. How did, I mean tell us how did you feel when when you were ultimately signing on the paper?
1: Um I wasn't probably uh I, I don't I guess I don't I don't think things through quite like normal people do but um okay. I I, I wasn't really nervous just because I've been doing it so long um and I kind of knew the industry um knew what to do um you know and then the the guys I went into business with um you know had both have construction backgrounds. Um, they had already had successful companies uh, in construction so it was a really good fit for kind of our split of residential commercial what we do at ab and um and so it just worked and it's it's been working shoot it's only been almost it's only been two months (laughs) so so far so good feels like a year
0: (laughs) so So far yeah well welcome to entrepreneurship you're drinking from a fire hose i'm sure Uh, there's a a post here from Joshua James. He says, where is the wall stretcher? That's an
1: old joke. That's a very old joke. So Josh was, uh, Josh was one of the first home tronics hires that I made. Um, very handsome man. Very brilliant. Um, super, super, super good guy. Knows a, a lot of stuff. He's the guy that you go out there and, uh, if you forgot something he just makes it work I mean he's the guy that just doesn't stress out he just makes everything one of the best techs I've ever met um great friend great dude um, still works with us day in and day out awesome guy Could, couldn't pick a better person than that guy um but uh one of his first days I asked him to go in the back and asked him what well, wall structure is just a word I made up and asked him to go find it and he just spent like an hour back there looking for it <laughs> that's the culture we have man it's really serious so
0: all right, Paul uh Paul Ostron uh yeah. from Unlimited out of Houston, he says, yo, and then he says, uh, Ask about Miley. Miley so, says yes. my favorite all right. it, Is is she your favorite singer? Yeah,
1: you know Paul and uh and his wife Carrie.
0: Oh yeah, and no, I know them well. He
1: and Carrie in Nashville sang uh party in the USA at one of at that uh that last night that um that little get together we had. I don't I don't know if you made it. Did you see Chad Russell singing, rapping that night? I watched the video. Yeah, I, I'm the one with the video.
0: I uh, saw your video recording yeah. of him yeah. rapping. Yes.
1: Yeah. She she they uh we we had the band play uh party in the USA. It's my favorite Miley Cyrus song.
0: Got it. Got it. Is and I don't know if you're serious or not. So I'm, she she is yeah, yeah she's my
1: favorite singer. Okay. All right.
0: Are All right. any other Molly uh Miley Cyrus fans out there? Speak up! You you got your number one evangelist for Molly here, or Miley, not Molly, Miley. Uh, and then we have, uh, by the way, we have Steve from uh, tuning in from Kenya. What's up, dude? Good to uh, see you. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. All right, I, I think we're gonna get. Uh, I think Candace is like he's serious. This is uh, this is John's wife. He's like, nope, Miley's where it's at. Uh, so. Tell me, you are uh, I know it's only been a couple of months, but you're having a lot of success hiring right now. You are hiring, you are growing. Yeah. I know it's a secret. I'm, well, see, we don't have exactly we don't have the largest audience, so I think your secret is still safe. Yeah. but uh, the folks tuning in they they're hearing this. Can you talk about just kind of your framework or how are you thinking about growing your team? Why are people choosing Hometronics over probably many other options? I mean, everybody we know out there is trying to hire. Oh, okay. Um,
1: I think it just comes from being, I guess, in, you know, in the show and, and learning, you know, just over the years in AV, everybody's hiring. It, it seems like to me, um, this is probably everywhere we go, every conference we go to, you know, as well as I do. One of the biggest things is how do you hire good people? Um, I, I think there's such a good mix of hiring talent, which is extremely hard to do. And we've been very fortunate in hiring some people back that we lost um, prior. Um, and I think it's just really from a leadership standpoint showing people that you want to work for them. Um, being an owner operator, I think, in AV is a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. I think. Empowering people is is one of the the biggest things that gets uh, almost miscon you know is a misconception. Like you you just people forget that you know everybody wants to feel important, and um, I think that's one thing that we you know we we practice what we preach. Um, you know we always tell everybody that we work for them. Um, you know I work for everybody that works under us. I just I just have my name on the ownership papers. That's it. Other than that, I'm I'm a tech. I'm still a pre-wire guy. Um, I, that's all. That's the only difference. I'm still. I'm still. You know, a salesperson. I mean, everything. Everything we ask them to do, uh, we we'll, we also do. So that's a big part of our success. Is is just, you know, being open, being honest, being ourselves. Um, maybe not trying so much to sell the employees, but um, you know, obviously, obviously, money matters. You want to pay people what they're worth. Pay people what they're worth and empowering them and and trying to create the best culture we can a place that where people want to come to work is probably one of our biggest goals of ownership as a company is, is just seeing people happy and seeing people thankful and appreciative to come to work. I think it's a big deal.
0: Your, your wife tuned in and she says people are the best investment. I, 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 she gets it. And then, uh, Mackenzie on team one, Firefly, uh, she says, uh, I built your site, your website. Working with you and your team was an incredibly pleasant experience. Everyone was kind, easygoing, and responsive. I'm sure Hometronics is an amazing place to work. Thank you, Kenzie, for tuning in. That's that's awesome. That is awesome. So when you think of company culture, because it sounds to me like you're describing your culture, and I, I recently... Uh, what was I? I was at a conference. Uh, Where was I? I was at the NSCA BLC business leaders conference for, for NSCA. And there was a speaker on stage. They had some amazing speakers and there was a speaker on stage that was talking about brand and um, the blending of brand and, and a company culture. And her comment was that you don't want a good culture as a business. Because what is a good culture? Like No one's going to tell you they want a bad culture. like So everyone's going to say a good culture. Her, her comment was, you want a unique culture. Oh, you yeah. want to be truly you. And you want everyone on your team to identify with that culture. And you want to know who you are and you want your team to know who you are and to know what they're a part of. What, how would you define the culture that you hope to build you are building you're actively building right now and if we had talked to you two years from now you will have fully um built out as now the owner operator of the business how would you describe that
1: i think uh um, you know relaxed fun um i think open open communication um you know whenever let's just say if i put a quote out um I don't think I'm the all-knowing of of everything, AV, and I don't pretend to be. Um, I think just being uniquely yourself and, and going to whoever you're assigning that job to and saying you want to look at this, you know, do you have enough hours on this job? Is it going to put you in any kind of stressful situation? Do you see anything missing? Do you think that's anything that causes a problem? Um, making people feel like they're part of the entire process instead of instead of there's a door between you. I get, I hate to say open door policy because it seems like. You know, I just sit in an office. I just—I don't even have an office right now. I just share an office, and um, I'm sure the person that I share the office with is insanely unhappy about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, I, I just feel like being having an open work environment where everybody feels like they don't have to walk on eggshells. I mean, I think a lot of people go to work and it, they're unhappy because they can't be themselves. I think being themselves is is incredibly important, and that's really what we, you know we practice. I mean, a guy, you know, a lot of our guys, you know, our guy may come to work in a backwards hat and we're like, you know, it's cool. You know, we're not, we're not trying to be, you know, we're not trying to create such a loose culture that it, you know, no one does their job, but we want people to be happy and be able to be themselves. I think people give you their best effort when they don't have to feel like they're walking on the eggshells.
0: Yeah. I, I think, I think there's a lot to that. I think if you can make a workplace fun yeah. and, comfortable where people can, can be themselves. I think they'll give you the best. They'll be the best for themselves and they'll be the best for the the place that they're, they're working at for sure. Everybody wins. Yeah. That's what, what are you, what would you call success? I, I, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of pulling this thread of you're the new owner. Now you work in the company and now you own this thing. Like what, what is your goals for the next you know year? Let's just, let's make it short term next 12 months. Like what, what, what do you hope to achieve? Um,
1: we, we've hired, I I would love to see, we've hired
0: some, uh, you
1: know, we've probably, I think we've made six new hires in the past month. Um, I would like to see, you know, those project managers take the previous person's job. Um, I would like to see the new guys replace themselves in the next year. Um, and, and they'll be, you know, uh, you know, a level, level two tech versus coming in with no experience. And then, uh, we actually, uh, recently hired, um, a salesperson and this will be, I guess I would say my, I mean, other than me, it would be HomeTronics's first ever salesperson. Um, and I would like. That's a big,
0: uh, you deserve a, a hand. That's, that's not easily done. I remember for myself the day when I hired that first salesperson, it was a big deal.
1: Yeah. And, uh, it was uh, actually a referral from my wife, which was great. And um, so I, I hope that maybe she kind of takes over my position of the lead salesperson. Um, that would be that would be my short term goal. And, so- and really, to see everybody with a smile in their face coming to work. I mean, I know it's not every day, and that's really optimistic to think that. But if there's problems, you know, they can come to us and and talk to us openly about them. And uh, but just but just be happy to say where they work. I, I think it's a big deal.
0: I I don't think it's realistic. Notice my wires hanging out of my head here. Um, I I don't think it's realistic to think that everybody comes to work every day with a a smile and it's rainbows and it's uh it's perfect. But uh, at the same time, it should be fun and rewarding and challenging and uh, a fun, safe environment to work. And that's,
1: I mean, that's you know, it's got its everyday struggles. I mean, so.
0: It's real. It's life. You know, <laughs> life isn't perfect. You know, yeah. it's every, everybody's having storm clouds on occasion. You just got to yeah, you got to yeah, push through
1: one of, uh, you know, a very funny. Um, I guess it was really uh, empowering to hear your I remember. I don't know who you if you were on. I think you were on with Michael Restrepo. And I think you told your story about your first day with Crestron. And that is a story I oh told my. you the first time I met you that really. Um, meant a lot to me, your story. And I feel like everyone should know that story. The, when, <laughs> when they, Would you tell that?
0: Uh, well, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, don't, I, I got to remember what version I, I told Restrepo, but I give the framework. Uh, you know, I had, I had worked at Lutron for three years and Lutron as a young college recruit, they train you for six months in all facets of the company before you ever talk to your first customer. And so I came from that that corporate environment where there's tremendous amount of training um, because there's a very particular company way of doing things and, and of talking about things and of talking to the customer. And uh, ultimately, when I made the decision uh, to leave Lutron, I, I, I wanted to go to an environment where I could uh, at that time and the way that comp model worked, you know, Crestron offered a more advantageous model. If I was willing to go out and hustle, then, then I thought I could make more money going back to 2003. And, uh, and so I, I, I made the decision to leave. And uh, so on a Friday, I was working at Lutron. And on a Monday, I was at Crestron, except Monday was Cedia. And so my first day, I thought they'd, I mean, I'm like, there's no way they're going to let me talk to customers. I don't know anything about anything, about anything with these thousands of products in their product lineup.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: No, I was a territory manager covering South Florida, covering Orlando. They had the East coast of Florida and the Caribbean. And on Monday at Cedia or whatever that was Monday or Tuesday, whatever that week was of the Cedia show, Uh, I was there live on the floor and calling on customer or the customers were were there for me to speak to. And, oh, my God, talk about drinking from a fire hose. Like there was no rule book. There was no manual. There was no training. There was here, go sell. And if you don't, you're fired. I mean, if you don't sell enough or hit your quotas, you'll be out of here. Maybe it wasn't that harsh, but uh, uh, that was kind of what it was like. And, uh, it was, it, you know, fortunately I'm a, I'm a hard worker and I, I'm not afraid to ask questions. I'm not afraid to ask people for help and, uh, you know, my coworkers and at that time I'm thinking Josh Dean, uh, was a technical director in Florida and John Gutekunst was the director, sales director in Florida. And they all leaned in and helped me out and, and, uh, I persevered, but it it was, it was darn frightening for sure.
1: Wow. I love it. That's great.
0: Is that the version of the story yeah, I, you,
1: you, you you remember? I, I remember that. And I just wondered if like, cause you know, there's a lot of nerds and, and they're going to ask you about products. So I wondered, I just wondered if like people are coming up and being like, Hey, what's the best conference room solution? And you're like, I,
0: yeah. I don't even know what we sell yet. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think it was that bad, but here's the rule. So here's my rule of sales is you never have to have the answer. You just have to hear them and commit to getting them the the answers to the questions they have and then actually do that. And so if you can get them the answers, and and in the case of working on a floor at a trade show, get them to the people that have the answers or take down their information and get them the answers afterwards, then uh, it's... I'm I'm reading comments coming in. Then it is, uh, that I would call that success. And I think that's what you want when someone's calling on you or trying to sell you some product or service. And that's, I'm imagining what your customers would want. So I'll flip the question on you. What do you think makes a good salesperson in this space? Ooh,
1: boy, you know, I've told you, um, I, I, it's, it's, I mean, I told you I'm uniquely me all the time. So, um, I, when, when I hired, I'm very new in training a salesperson and I, I told her, you know, day one, I looked right at her and it, you know, luckily it didn't scare her off, but I said, look, I've never trained a salesperson. I've trained a lot of techs. Um, but this side of me, I don't, I've never trained. And I told her my story that I just told you about, I just got thrown into it. Here's a 13,000 square foot house. Go wire it. We got two channel in all these rooms. We got left and right. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. I've just got this big spool of wire and I'm supposed to go put it in the right spots. Um, so basically I think it's just being, being a wealth of knowledge for all the questions that she has being, being there to answer all the questions all the time as, as long, you know, I would say for the first year because there's so many things, there's so many revenues of what we do. There's, you know, we do, you know, typical AV speakers, TVs, video walls, uh, security cameras, interior, exterior shading were really big with interior designers. Um, I saw one made a comment. Um, and, uh, Mariana and, um, and so did
0: I, did I miss the good part yet? All right, Mariana, I'm putting you on screen here. Yeah. She says, uh, did I miss the good part yet?
1: (laughs) No. All of it's going to be good. Um, All of it's going to be good. Yeah. So, you know, I guess just being a really big, like you said, basically the Lutron style of being supportive. There's in in getting them to ask questions, you know, don't hold back. If it's 10 o'clock at night, if it's four o'clock in the morning and something comes into their head, take that text, take that call, you know, be supportive of the person you want to take your position. Otherwise, you're just it's just you're just shooting in the wind. I mean, the
0: customers that come back to you. I mean, do you have repeat customers I'm assuming at home Yes. Uh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Thank God. Yep. That's why, why do they come back?
1: Um, I think, uh, communication, um, you know, good service, um, open-endness on the front end, honesty. Um, I think that's probably your biggest one. Communication is probably the biggest one. Um, being there when they call, I think service is a, is a big deal. I mean, People are buying. People are buying not just a product. I mean, we. I would say we typically don't ever even name products. Whenever we pitch an idea, we don't really throw out products. Like, I hope my vendors aren't mad that I'm saying that. But I mean, <laughs> you know, customers. I just don't feel like customers really care. They just want to know a solution to their problem, a solution to what they want in their home, and then they want to uh, you to offer them options. Um, you know, they they don't want you just to go in and talk and tell them how everything is. I think whenever somebody's, whether it's building a home or building a business or working with a designer or an architect, they just want to know all the things you do, um, where you could implement the stuff you do um, to make it cool. I mean, really, at the end of the day, we're just doing a lot of cool shit. So
0: We do. Uh, One of your your staff uh, just jumped in. I mean, my goodness. Tyler goes, hey, John, it's your favorite employee. Working hard for you, brother. Love you. He's
1: on. He's on this. He's. He's literally just said he's working hard while he's on this. While too.
0: he's on social media, watching yeah. you. <laughs>
1: cool, man. Cool. Hey, he support. He's supportive. We're. We're supportive. There we go. <laughs> I.
0: Hey. I love it. All right. So let, I want to pull the thread. The. The new person, your new salesperson. Yeah. Uh, I see her name is Ashton. Yeah. And I. I'm. I'm looking over here at your Instagram. I'm going to put that on the screen here in a few minutes. Oh, so. uh, what is your game plan? I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of people tuned in, like really leaning in. When you say you hired a salesperson, you're you're a high-performing salesperson. It's just kind of your nature. You don't work at it. It just happens. How are you thinking about, and I'm talking about the tactics, like what are you doing? Like how do you think about empowering Ashton to succeed? Like do you send her to school? Do you send her to some sales courses? Like what... What do you think she should be doing or what is she doing right now?
1: I don't think what I do is much of a typical sales approach. Like I said, you know, we're kind of more in the lifestyle game. Um, I don't really believe, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of great schools and things, but what we did is what we're doing right now is she's just pairing with me for you know I, I thought 6 months but um would be the would be the goal but you know she's kind of already out you know on her own a little bit. Has
0: she, has she made any sales yet? Yeah. No pressure no pressure Ashton. One for one. First. What? All right, you tell us that success story. Let's make this a uh, big news.
1: Yeah. So um she was um she told me it two Fridays ago she was like, "You know, I know we've looked and you know, I know you don't want me to go, you know, have to be thrown out to the wolves and you've been really supportive of that and being there, she goes. But I really, you know, I don't want you to do it. But I think I'm starting to get it—the way you present, the way you talk to people, just kind of listening and not really having a game because I don't really ever have a plan. It's just every every meeting's different. Um, and so she went on a Friday afternoon to talk about, uh, like, so in this in Arkansas and you know a lot of places, I guess where you're at too. Uh, we have a lot of like mosquitoes, and it's you know it's really hot in the summer. Uh, a lot of bugs. Um, wonderful environment. Um,
0: <laughs> you're really painting a pretty picture of Arkansas right now.
1: It's yeah. Um, so, I, I uh, live
0: about five miles from the Everglades. So what yep. you're describing is my yep. backyard.
1: Right. So we sell a lot of these outdoor motorized screens. Um, and, um, we deal with a company out of Dallas called universal screens, little plug there. Um, great people, awesome owner. Um, good friend. They, you know, we can motorize, seal them down with this, this, couple and you know wanted to talk about it and she went out there and led the presentation um i did the quote you know you can't expect her to know all those things in, you know two weeks um and then friday afternoon they accepted it so you know statistics weren't on her side but it worked out so pretty pumped she was pumped we were uh we're stoked
0: ashton you gotta try i see you uh Uh, she she this is her ashton young she dropped a comment she said hanging hanging with him hanging with john every day watching what he's doing how did that feel? Ashton drop into the comments, making that first sale. I'm sure any, anybody here that, that makes sales or does selling for a living, you, you know, there's a high there when you, when you get a yes, uh, from the customer. Oh yeah, that, yeah.
1: Yeah. So that was pretty, we were all, you know, as a team, as a team, we were all, oh yeah, Candace. we were all, we were all as a team, you know, really excited. It was really cool because everyone, you know, both of my business partners. Um, um, You know, Alicia. I saw Alicia comment on here. She's uh, she is runs everything for us. She's uh, one of my business partners' wives and a good friend. She's unreal. She. I actually went to business with her. It's kind of the joke. Uh, So uh, (laughs) she's the bomb. Uh, But you know, everyone reached out, congratulated her. So that's part of what we're doing. You know, it's just empowering people. And you know, it's not. I didn't do it. She did it. So.
0: There it is. She did. She responded. Let's see here what she says. She says, "So rewarding." JC is the best in the business.
1: You know anybody else, JC? What
0: do you think? Who's she talking about? Yeah, who? JC? John? Kennedy. No. Well, there there is. If you're into you know religion, there's a JC.
1: There is. Uh yep. there is. Went, so
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Well, congrats, Ashton. That's that's pretty so cool. Really
1: really I don't have I'll be straight up I don't have the best plan all I know how to do is say hey look I'm trying to introduce them I'm trying to introduce the sales piece take it best nothing wrong with silver
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good
1: oh oh my gosh that's good <laughs> oh <laughs> so uh, but no I don't really have a plan I think it's just saying look if you you know taking her out letting her introducing her to my network teaching her how to build a network or building her own network. Um, you know, it, obviously there's going to be a lot of failure. There's going to be a lot of no's. And I think that that's something to really be high on and saying, look, you know, if you, a lot of no's are going to, you know, 10 no's to get to one yes. There's, there's some kind of theory. I don't know that I believe in it, but what is it? Uh, no one yes. Is that what it is? Yeah.
0: It's, it's, you know, getting a no, you, you can think about it from a framework that that's great because that gets you closer to the next yes. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this is your brother, maybe?
1: No, I don't have a brother.
0: <laughs> Ta- Taylor Campbell says, "I notice your shirt sleeves are riding up because of your biceps. Do you happen to do CrossFit? Do we talk about
1: it or the whole?
0: Yeah, yeah, go for it, man. Let's talk no, about no. Your biceps.
1: I don't really have a, I don't really have a plan. Um, but you know, just just empowering, being there, support. That's all you can really do. Because you, I mean, I don't think you can really teach someone, they, they have to figure it out on their own. I really think that you can just be supportive, be there to be like the the knowledge base, um, and, and just keep people positive. I think positive, being a, you know, I don't think uh, probably, a, probably a bad way to be a salesperson, you know, teach a salesperson, to come in and beat them down every morning and tell them how great you are, and then be like, good luck. Like, you know, my first thing was like, don't be me. I don't know, I don't know what I do right, what I do wrong, um, you know, just, see you know figure out in a year when you're ready to train somebody what you thought i did right what you thought i did wrong and make it a success i think i don't know that you can teach passion but that's kind of what we sell
0: so let's let's take a pivot to the design community you and your business uh are friends with the design community and you you do business development you think about the design community as your your friends, your partners to grow together in the marketplace. Can you kind of, mm-hmm. you know, speak to that approach?
1: Yeah. Um, I just think from, you know, the whole, the whole design build process, uh, you know, I can give Crestron a little plug here. We do a lot of Crestron. Um, they kind of, you know, we were always kind of lifestyle oriented um, versus just product sales. I mean, there's just a lot of different things, you know, in AV and the tech world. Um, we do know a lot about the products. Um, but I, I think solutions is kind of where we're, we're, we're headed. And when you go in, I just feel like when you go into a home and we did it enough, where you go into a home and you know, you have all these different categories and subs on a job, you know, who, who's, who's making the decisions it, you know, is the homeowner making the decision is the custom home builder making the decision. Is the architect making the decision? Is the designer making the decision? Well, a lot of times, I mean, if you're building a custom home, you're not expecting it to be ugly. Um, and designers and architects and custom home builders make those things beautiful. Um, they, they create beautiful spaces. Um, so why, you know, we don't want to go in and be like, Hey, I know you have this beautiful clean lined room with all this modern furniture, um, what if we throw a big subwoofer right in the middle, would that be great? They're, they're going to be like, no, it's not going to be great. So, you know, we just thought about h- what's the best way to create clean lines, you know, a square room and make things pretty, make things go away, um, to suit. If there is a designer, if there is an architect that has a plan, you don't want to go in there and be the person that messes up that plan. Um, and it's been received well. So, um, that's kind of our approach to the design community is, you know, we work together, we work hand in hand. And if you can create that relationship and, you know, you, you were on the same page, it, it just go, it just seems that the end product seems to be better.
0: Do you call on them? Do you go to their offices and teach them about the latest products or the latest this is or that's? Do you do outreach yeah. education? Yeah. Like how do you build or forge those relationships?
1: So a lot of it comes in person, say, whenever we're building, you know, a new house, we, we obviously love, you know, we all, one thing I always ask on the front end on a, you know, a building, a bank, anything we do, are you using a, Are you working with an architect? Are you working with a designer? Um, and if I, if they are just like the builder, the electrician, I'll just on the front end get all their contacts. Um, I'll call them and I say, Hey, you know, we love working with designers. We don't want to step on your toes. Love to come in and get your, I'd love to come to meet with you, get your ideas on the space, make sure that we're, we're giving, we're creating the same ideas and spaces that you, you know, you foresee in the end of this. And then also we, um, you know, we go in and we, we try to, we try to put our products, if they have a design studio, um, uh, Mariana, for instance, that was on there, she's actually O'Day Studios. Um, we, we just did a, a conference room set up at her design studio in Rock. Um, we did some, uh, Crestron horizon switches. Um, you know, some some air media stuff. So whenever clients come in, she can show her designs uh, and integrate that with technology. Um, we do a lot of interior shading. So that's a big help. Um, we're able to offer a lot of interior motorized and non-motorized options. So that's just in that world and everybody needs shades and being able to produce, you know, books to hand designers where they can pick on It actually makes my life a lot easier.
0: What keeps you up at night right now? I'm pretty wired. Um, <laughs> are you up most nights? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, um,
0: you know, not a lot
1: of, of worry really, just excitement in what we're doing. Um, I'm always excited for the next day to get up and, and meet someone new, you know, meet a new designer, meet a new builder, meet a new client, go into a new business, and just talk about what we do. I feel like what we do is so exciting and so cool. Um, this far into it, and again, I'm only you know, 10 years in, you know, I just, I just feel like it's so cool and it's getting cooler. I look forward to, you know, conferences with industry leaders to learn from them. Um, I'm just always ready for the next thing. I'm just always excited. I'm excited to train people. I'm excited to hire the next person.
0: Are you, are you heading out to, uh, there's, there's uh, shows coming up. There's a, a, uh, as Prosource own, uh, pro source is going on this week. As is coming up, HTSA, Infocom, all this stuff's coming up in not- the coming months. Okay.
1: InfoCom, oh, I think, because well, you know the the whole commercial world with with what we do is big, and um, I think that would be. Uh, I've, I've been before. I like that one. I Think is it in Vegas? I'm
0: I sure. want to. Say, I, I want to say we're showing at the show. I, I think it's in Vegas this year. It is. I think it's in Vegas. We're going. We're going. One Firefly. We've we've attempted to have a booth at InfoCom the last two years, and because of this COVID craziness, uh, it hasn't happened. So this, this is the year, uh, in June in Vegas, when firefly is going to have a booth there.
1: Awesome, man. I'm proud.
0: Yeah, no, it'll, it'll, you, you gotta go. And then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do a live, uh, right there from the show. Okay. Yeah. I'm a da- I'm down. Let's talk social media. Okay. You are, uh, you're you, you, you guys, you and your wife, uh, or you tell me how, who does what or, or why you do it. I'm going to share the screen here, sure. but you guys, are, I'm sharing your Instagram at the moment. You guys yeah. have 444 people following you, uh, but you guys are posting pretty regularly. Kind of, yeah. Why do you do that and, and how do you do it?
1: Um, so I don't do, I don't really do any of that. I take some of the photos. I'm seeing some of these photos on your screen here. I take some of those photos, not enough. But I should take more. Um, I did not take that first one. Um, <laughs> so that one's too good for me to take credit for that one. Um, so I think the way that we look at social media, um, my wife is you know, loves social media. Um, she's actually, um, she actually teaches high school chemistry and biology. So she okay. does it in her, I guess, downtime from that being a mother, putting up with me. Um I think that with the way we look at it is one. It, it's 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 a huge. I mean, most people when they look for a company, they look to social media first. Um, we obviously have I, I, our website's pretty good. I'm, I'm trying to figure out who did it. Um,
0: I don't know. It's uh, like Dragonfly. Was, but no,
1: I'm kidding. So no, I mean, you guys <laughs> did awesome. We we love our website. I'm really proud of it. Um,
0: <laughs> um uh,
1: it's. <laughs> really good and we get a lot of good leads off that you guys have done the one thing I'll say that you've done well for us that like a really big thing is the uh, the Google review um, link that we that you guys did for us I love that but I think what it does is everybody tends to have this idea of a website that it has to be perfect um, when I tell people hey here's my contact you know our websites you know really awesome go check it out you can look at our Google reviews and I say also our social media links are attached um, because that's who we are every day. You can go out and see some of the stupid things we do, you know, some of the real projects. Because whenever, whenever we get there, when I show up to a job, people feel like they know me. Um, if they've seen me on this, if they've seen me on another podcast or, a, you know, a little talk show thing, they, they feel like they know exactly who I am and what I stand for. And they they feel like they know our guys when they show up, and they they see some of the stuff they do because maybe in the presentation you forget some of it, and they go and they're like, "Oh man, I didn't know you guys did this projector that drops down where we can you know cover all of our windows and you know create like almost a media room because we don't have one, and mm-hmm. you don't you can't put all of that on a website. You can't put all of your applications on a website in in live view." And you can't put all of that in your showroom because, I mean, I guess, shoot, wait, I'm sorry. Some people do all of those things in a showroom. But for us, it's just not practical. And, you know, showing, you know, a bank conference room or an SEC school's, you know, touchscreen video wall or, you know, an interior shading project or a lighting control project. You can show all of those things and people are like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. I didn't even know I needed shades. I didn't know I needed a touchscreen video wall, you know. so.
0: When you're thinking, oh. when you're posting on Instagram or Facebook, who are you? Who's your audience? Who are you trying to get that content in front of? And I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead the witness here. It's probably not other integrators.
1: No, um, I, I am. I'm really not trying to target other integrators to impress them. I mean, I, I'm in, I, I have a lot of inspiration from other integrators, so don't get that twisted. You know, I'm. I'm in the position I am from a lot of close friends in the industry that have driven me to where I am right now and influenced me. Um, But I think it's everyone. I think it's anyone that we we could create a solution for, whether it be a patio, you know, somebody has a great patio, but it catches a lot of sun and they're like, man, I wish we had a way that this space is usable, you know, 12 months a year or nine months a year. And they say, oh, this company does, I saw on this company's Facebook or Instagram that they did. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I like, you know, they, they do these outdoor motorized screens that block 95% of the sun when they're down. And then now people can use their outdoor kitchens or their outdoor grills and they enjoy their space or they have a space that they want to turn into a media room that overlooks, you know, a beautiful scene, but they don't want to take away their windows. They want to be able to have a drop down screen and a drop down projector when they want to watch a cool movie. Um, that's kind of who we target everybody.
0: What what do you how do you think about being on social media as HomeTronics versus as John Campbell? Okay. You follow me on both. Maybe. I do follow you on both, and I know yeah. there's, a, there's 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 a, a dichotomy there. There there's some differences, so I'd
1: okay. I'd love to hear
0: you describe that and, and to let the audience know that that's normal and okay. You so know? it's
1: kind of it's kind of it kind of started as a joke, and it was kind of I guess. Making, I mean, it wasn't really making fun of someone, but um, so I, I, I was late to getting on Instagram personally. Um, I just didn't feel like I had the time, and uh, I'll probably get called out here in a minute. Um, but <laughs> so uh, my wife, um, you know, I just kind of joke. I, at our gym, I was always cute on taking the phone. I'm not any type of photographer. It's not anything I even do. But they're always like, John, take a picture after a workout. Or John, you know, my wife would always be like, hey, can you take this picture for me? Can you do this? And then I just kind of created this whole joke that I was like an Instagram husband on my personal on my personal Instagram. So basically, my Instagram, I just kind of like take photos of her and post them, and um, and, and uh, it's just kind of a, a running joke in our house. Um, it's just really the only things I do is uh, other than AV is um, you know hang out with my my wife and my kids, and um, and uh, and then you know I, I have like a gym family. We we all work out together and it's just the things I love. I, I just, I really practice the things that I love. So your,
0: your wife is making sure everyone knows that she does not manage your personal <laughs> Instagram. So she, she is, that is, I will she is the- distancing herself from any of that, uh, any of that content.
1: She, she does not manage that material. And you can tell from the camera angles that it is me. So, um, but yeah, so that just, I just, I just post the things and do the things that I love. And those are the things I love. I love being in this career. Um, I love doing, I love getting up and doing this every day. And I love my family. That's pretty much my entire life.
0: Well, I I think you, the fact that you know what you love and you're doing what you, you love, I think that uh, that says a lot about you and uh, is a lot of the reason you are so successful in work and personal life, which is uh, pretty amazing. Here, I'll give another shout out. Uh, we have another comment. Drew says, first rule of CrossFit is to always be talking about CrossFit."
1: <laughs> That's my question. Up. up. and he's really probably my friend first. Anybody that we're a vendor of, man, they're they're friends first. And he he's one of he's a really good friend. He's a close friend. I would close call him. You know, somebody we talk almost every day. He, yeah. he may say differently, but.
0: Um, He's probably like, oh gosh,
1: now, oh, anytime I call, but he, he's, a, he's a good dude. I, I really
0: love that guy. Um, everybody tuned in in the AV integration space. And I know you've got a lot of friends and family and maybe folks that aren't in this industry. But our industry right now, I mean, there's peak levels of demand and there's peak challenges on supply. Ooh. And uh, I, I won't name names of brands, but I'm going to give an interesting stat. And uh, the manufacturer may start with a C and end with an on. Yeah, we just, so, uh, Drew just commented. I mean. <laughs> Drew, we, we love Drew though. But no, here's the interesting yeah. stat. So I was talking to some folks at, at, at that company, at Crestron, and they were saying what many people don't know is they've actually shipped more product right now, this time, than they did last year at this time. So, and I'm hearing that, by the way, across multiple manufacturers that are having challenges getting products. They're like, what? There could be a perception that we just aren't able to get products produced. But that isn't true. We are producing product. We're actually shipping more products than we've ever shipped in the history of the company. There's just peak levels of demand. And so there's, there's misalignment. But nonetheless, it does hurt. Um how are you guys handling that or what what are you when you put your ear to the tracks you look the year ahead what are you what are you thinking is the case Boy, for the year ahead
1: you know i don't think anyone was i would say prepared um for the shipping demands and you know it's it's really hiring Hiring and shipping and delays is, is 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 the whole industry talk basically right now. Um, it's it's all I hear. I mean, I live it, so I know it. Um, and it's really hard to stay up, you know, whenever that's all you hear. But um, you know, I think one thing is um, I, I didn't come up with this. I learned this from our vendors, but you know, setting expectations on the front end, uh, which is hard because you're selling passion, you're selling cool things, you're selling solutions you got people excited because that's what we do. We get people excited. Um, and they want all of these cool things. And then you have to follow up with, you know, when, when will we get it? And you're
0: like, "Mm." I've sold you on the dream, but I can't tell you when I can deliver that dream.
1: I don't know, you know, but so I think basically, you know, setting expectations on the front end of, you know, as soon as we get, you know, we, as soon as we can, we'll give you an ETA on shipping. Um, one thing I will say a couple of our vendors did, uh, one, is, you know, he told me on the front end, he was like, look, you need to make these orders. And, you know, it's tough. I mean, it's tough, especially as a new business owner to say, hey, you need to place, uh, you know, you're doing this amount. This is, this is what you're doing. This is what you did last year. We're looking at your numbers. You're doing, you're, you're, you're doing more sales than you've ever done. You need to place a hundred, hundred $120,000 stock order for six months, eight months, a year from now. And you know, you think, I mean, as a small business owner, what that does to your mind, you're like, I mean, I don't even think like that. I don't even think about, you know, how to do things like that, but you just, I guess got to put faith in who you put faith in and your vendors and, and hope they're leading you down the right path. And, um, and, uh, and just, Follow the trend. Let them look at your trend and say, hey, here's what, here's what we feel like you need to do. And yeah. you have to trust them that they're not just a salesperson that you, that they are invested in you. And I think yeah. with we don't have a lot of vendors. We don't deal with a lot of different vendors. Like I said, most of our vendors, we are personally friends with them. We're we personally know them. Um, they know who I am. Um, they know who we are as a company, and that's what we do. We just follow their lead.
0: Uh, I I love that. I know when you introduced yourself to me, and we didn't know each other. And you said, "Ron, you don't know me, but you need to know me, and I need to know you." <laughs> yeah. Let, let's go. And yeah. we just sat there and and yeah. and just shot, you know, shot the yeah. shit, and just just talked about life and business and everything in between. And it was it was a lot of fun.
1: I think you were literally in a meeting at a table. Like you were. You no, know, you were supposed to go. You were supposed to go lead a meeting.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: You got, And you were like, ah, I got us. I'm going
0: to stay here. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. That's cool. No, it's it's people matter. It's At the end of the day, it's people doing business with people. And uh, just for Drew, uh, and Drew is with Crestron, he goes, uh, he's backing up the stat. So I've heard the version of this stat. He says that we've shipped 15% more product in February 22nd than February 21st. Um. In February twenty two, then okay. February I was thinking that was a date. That was a year. In February twenty-two compared to February twenty-one, but the reality is the demand is two to three X. I mean, yep. it's outrageous levels of demand, which bodes well if you're in this industry, man. We are twenty years ago when I joined the space, I felt it was a hot space, and and here we are 20 years later, and my goodness, it's it's only getting hotter. And you know the more good, demand. I
1: will, I will back that up with saying the good thing is 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 it's getting more understood because of appliances and furniture. I think is are really two big ones. If somebody's ordering a custom couch, oh my goodness, there are appliances. It's it's crazy. I mean, windows for houses. I mean, you're seeing it everywhere on the whole shipping demand. So it's not as hard as it would be if it was just us. Um, you know, because you can go in and say you know, shipping demands and they're like, Oh, I know I get it. You know, I I understand. And that's really cool when you get to deal with people like that, that are just like, Oh, I know. And we are, we're lucky to have the clients we have. I mean, I think anybody that has clients should be, should be very appreciative, but we are lucky to have the clients we have that are understanding.
0: Yeah. And uh, Drew's pointing out, he said, and cars, I know I've seen on social media pictures of like Ford manufacturing card lots where they have like whatever, you know, Ten thousand Mustangs that they can't ship off to car lots because it's missing a chip or some piece of plastic and it's not done yet. So yeah, it's it's challenging out there. Um, John, I I speak for for my team and uh, everyone that knows you and uh, and supports you, man. We're we're proud of you stepping into that ownership position and we're all rooting for your success and we all we all got your back. So we're, we're looking forward to watching you continue to thrive and succeed. Uh, thank you for joining us on show 206 of Automation Unplugged. For uh, those that want to follow you directly or follow your business, what are the handles that you would uh, you'd put out there?
1: Um, for our business, uh, Facebook and Instagram is myhometronics870 or at myhometronics870. It's M-Y-H-O-M-E-T-R-O-N-I-X-870. I'm mean, going to be really embarrassed my wife comments on here. It's like, that's not it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I've got it up here. My hometronics Tronics 870. Okay. I'm, assuming, I'm assuming 870 is the local area code?
1: Area code, right. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Got it. Okay. And uh, I got to put this on the screen. Hannah says she is so proud of you.
1: She, she's a wonderful, wonderful human being. She uh, she works in our operations. That's her husband. He was uh, one of the best techs in the industry. I actually referred him to come on your show. He, he's brilliant.
0: Oh, brilliant. Well, let's get it. Let's make it happen, Dustin. Your people talk to my people. Let's get you. Let's get you on here.
1: He worked with me uh, for several years, and he he now manages. Listen up in uh, the Springs, Colorado Springs.
0: Awesome, John. Thank you, sir. Thanks for coming on the show, man. It was a blast. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Automation Unplugged. For a full transcript of this show and all previous shows, head over to our website at onefirefly.com forward slash AU. There you'll find links to all transcripts, show notes, Facebook Live recordings, and resources mentioned during the show. If you enjoyed this episode and like to hear more, follow us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please follow us on social media. We are at One Firefly LLC on all platforms. Don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of Automation Unplugged as we dive deeper into technology trends and the fascinating people that make up the custom integration industry. Bye for now.